Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Answers for Life. Today we're going to set the groundwork for understanding how you work as a human being. People have talked about thinking, thoughts, positive thinking, beliefs, etc. Let's begin by saying all those are partially true. Right now, I'm going to give you a structure that is a metaphor to understand how we work. Could there be a better way to explain it? Maybe. But this, I have found, is one of the simplest. So to begin with, you are born through your mother and father, and you are raised by your family, whatever that might be. Single parent family, aunt, uncle, extended family, mother, father, family, etc. In living with that family, you witness the world. And in witnessing the world, you, as a small child, are like a sponge. You accept everything you see as truth and valid, even though most of it is false and distorted. In the beginning, the first thing you get as a child are what we call core programs. These programs are the fundamental basis on which you operate and will operate for the rest of your life. These core programs, of which there are seven, and I will name two to begin with. The one is self-abuse and self-sacrifice, and the other is the second one is desire, the desire of something, anything that stimulates the senses. The main purpose of these two programs, of which all the core programs are, is to keep you in separation from your inner self, your divine self, your soul, your spirit, whatever you would like to call it. These core programs create separation and a belief that separation is real and a focus on the external world in order to keep you separate. The next is core patterns. Core patterns are an energetic frequency of the core programs. They vibrate in a certain way in order to stimulate certain beliefs, thoughts, behaviors, and actions. Next are beliefs. Beliefs are assumed truths. They are a way that you believe or assume the world is and that that assumption is in fact factual. The truth is, most of your beliefs are not factual, but they do have enough common support from other people for you to perceive that they are factual and real. These beliefs, stemming from the core programs of separation, 
forming a frequency patterning, creating the ability for you to make up a belief and a belief system. And here's the cue, is that beliefs are not just one singular belief. They are part of an entire system. So there are multiple beliefs that support one particular belief. And it is designed that way to keep you from your own inner consciousness. Next to beliefs are thoughts. Thoughts are created by the belief systems that you carry. The beliefs that you believe are real allow you access to the thoughts, thought processes, and thought systems that make you work as the human being that you are. Those thoughts associated with beliefs create emotions. Emotions themselves are strictly belief systems that tell you something is true, something is false, something is sad, something is happy, or something is joyous and something is very depressing. But emotions are simply a result of a belief system. After that, the final stages are your behaviors and actions. Behaviors and actions are things that you do. They are literally behaviors and actions that you choose to take, stemming from the emotions that were stimulated, from the thoughts that triggered the emotions, from the beliefs that triggered the thoughts that triggered the emotions, that triggers the behaviors, stemming from the core patterning that is designed by the core programs. So, for example, if you were a person who self-abused through telling yourself you were not lovable, this would form an energetic frequency and patterning in your energy field and then stimulate your perceptions to start to form around it a belief and belief system that you are not lovable, that you are not good enough, and probably even undeserving. This then would stimulate thoughts along those lines. The self-talk, the self-chatter. I'm not good enough. Gee, I don't deserve that. I shouldn't have this. Which then create emotions about how you feel about yourself. Those feelings then stimulate an edge toward action. So you would often believe and behave insecurely, undeservingly, denying people's comments or people's um, attention or people's kudos and saying, oh, I don't deserve that. Please, really don't. Uh, that embarrass me. Or become shy and, and resisted. And those would be the behaviors. So hopefully you can see how everything stems from that core program that tells you you are separate and you are unlovable. Translating all the way down to a shy or even rude behavior 
resisting anything that would tell you you were lovable. Now, this is quite different than the law of attraction. By now, many of you have heard the law of attraction and its theories. It doesn't exactly work that way. The law of attraction is a nice idea with a twisted theory, but it is not energetically how it works. And if you truly want to change, changing your behaviors is not enough. That is simply the beginning. You must change the thought processes, the belief systems, the core patterning, and the core programs in order to shift all of the things that are not working for you permanently. So we would like to end this by saying anything in your life can be changed. Everything in your life can be changed. All you need is the ability, the skills, or the steps to move into changing your core program. Ultimately, if you change the core program, everything else will fall into place and cleanse itself. When you change a core program, automatically the patterning shifts, the belief systems begin to dissipate, the thoughts begin to change, the emotions shift, and the behaviors change all by themselves without effort. But it does take effort and it does take dedication to yourself and the love of self to return to the connection that you hold within that holds all of your answers and your life's purpose. So for now, thank you for listening. We hope this has enlightened you to some degree and understand that the purpose of us giving you this information is for you to be free, find your own path, and not be controlled by the matrix or the systems in which you live on this earth, so that you can be a free, sovereign individual connected to your own divine essence and awaken your own knowing to live a fulfilled life. See you next time. Hello and welcome to this next edition of Answers for Life. Today we're going to talk about consciousness in layman terms. In layman terms, consciousness for our purposes has two aspects. There is the human consciousness and then there is the consciousness of your soul, spirit, or divine self. There are two separate things. For understanding purposes, we are dividing them up this way so that you can begin to understand the other information that we will be sharing. Consciousness, from the human perspective, is about your earth world. It's about whether you've dressed, brushed your teeth, combed your hair, taken a ride, know how to exchange money, or go to work or go to school, the human functions. 
how to communicate, social skills, etc. This consciousness is what we call conscious awareness. It is the conscious awareness of the human being, which is limited to certain frequencies and awarenesses. Next is what we will just call consciousness. Consciousness consciousness is the divine aspect, the soul spirit, the overseer of your human life. It is that altered state where you seem to be the watcher or the observer of what you're experiencing. It is somehow more and yet not connected to this earth life at the same time. That consciousness has the ability to know all that is occurring with you as an individual. Yet, it does not have charge of your human life. Your human conscious awareness must choose to interact and befriend this consciousness and allow that consciousness to integrate with your human experience. When your conscious awareness, your human life, and your consciousness, your soul spirit life, merge together, you become a fully conscious, enlightened human being. Although there are many stages during this process, it does not happen all at once. Some people in the past, it has occurred that way all at once, but it is optimal for it to happen gradually and by stages. Because if it happens too quickly, it will obliterate the human experience. There is just too much information and too much new frequency to enter into your physical body and your human consciousness in order for you to maintain your physical body if you integrate it all at once. So enlightenment, unlike the mystical stories, is best occurred step by step in gradual stages, integrated so that the human life can be continued and operated without interruption or destruction. All right, I got a little cosmic on you. I apologize, but I felt that you needed to know the deeper aspects of all of that. And ultimately, at the end, when you integrate it all, you are not some crazy cosmic cowboy or some spiritual nut, nor are you a guru or anything of such. You are simply an integrated divine human living the human life. You will look normal, behave normal, act normal, all if you choose to do so. There are things that tend to get in the way of this normalcy or balanced life, and that is what we call ego. Ego, for us, in our description, covers more than what you read about in books. There are two aspects to ego, 
that we will be discussing in the next show. Thank you very much for listening. See you at the next show to describe to you ego and its two stages. Bye for now.